Welcome everyone to Jimmy and I'll Have Problems. Today we're talking about the problem that not all problems are ours to solve. And to give a little background on this, we've had this in our backlog for a while, but it came up recently again when we were talking about the Adventure is Risky episode, which you can go back and listen to. My fiance was like just talking about how limited our experiences are in that area. You know, neither of us are parents, we're both white men. And it just brought up this excellent point that not all problems we're directly able to solve. Like we don't necessarily have direct experience with all of them. And so we're starting to really think hard about how to rectify this. You know, previously I think our solution has been to like throw broad discussions out there on Twitter and say, if you have thoughts on this problem, let us know. Um, but we're looking to change our tact a little bit. So I'm going to pass it over to you, Neil, for levers to talk about how we might start to adjust this and what goes into this problem. Yeah. Well, and beyond just things that we don't know about, there are more problems that we have uh, expertise on and, and would like to pursue, but we just can't. Um, so yeah. I think that nicely leads into the levers. Um, I've got four of them. One is limited bandwidth. That's what I was just talking about, where even if yep. you know what you're doing and how to do it, you just don't have the time of day to do it. And then the second one is subject matter expertise. That's more what Jimmy was saying, where you know you, you lack the experience or whatever it is that, that makes you a subject matter expert, where we, we lack that in some areas. Um, yep. And then a third one is anchoring, where we get set on, you know, so there, there are reference points that we use and we anchor on those. Um, so, so, you know, typically that would be, you know, you work on one project. We anchor on the, the, the number one or, or we anchor on the number, you know, 20 hours a week or 40 hours a week where those arbitrary numbers end up defining what you do. Um, and, and if you're interested in that idea, uh, I highly recommend the book Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. He talks more about that and, and interesting ways anchoring comes out. And then the final lever is the type of activity. You know, sometimes you're doing more cerebral work um, where it just hurts your brain. And if that's all you're doing, you're going to be able to do less. And likewise, if you're doing more physical things, whether it's building or, or you know, maybe you have a landscaping company, you know, at the end of the day, you're just exa you're physically exhausted, but not mentally exhausted. Um, so, uh, if, so like the type of job we have is going to influence the quality of our yeah, ideas. Yep. Yeah. Or, or you know, it, it would be hard to have both a lawn care company and a moving company. You know, even if oh, you're yeah. only doing 40 hours a week on each, you know, you know, that's 80 hours. Like it's physically, there's enough time in the day, you know, kind of. Um, yeah. But you're going to really struggle, you know, just with the endurance of it. Yeah. So like some activities are are more like limiting than others. So it, it really restricts your degrees of freedom more than it otherwise might. I'm not sure yeah. it's 
you know, one particular activity, I think it's the balance of it. If you lack balance, you know, having some activities that are cerebral and some that are physical, I think those blend yeah. well together. And if you don't have that, you're, you're not able to go as far. That's very true. Yeah. So could you really quickly recap those four levers, though? Yep. Just so yep. we so can it's bing, bing, bing. Bandwidth, subject matter expertise, anchoring, and type of activity. Okay. Yeah, because I have a couple ideas coming off of this. One with um, anchoring, I think it'd be fun to try re-recording some of our podcasts without any context, like not looking at Obsidian beforehand and seeing how similar the ideas are that we come up with. Mm -hmm. And like almost doing controlled experiments with these and seeing how big an effect anchoring has on us. Mm -hmm. Like maybe we re-record having read the Obsidian blog entry or listened to the episode just beforehand. And then maybe we re-record with nothing and just kind of experiment with those. Mm -hmm. And then adding people, like re-recording with a different person on and seeing how different these get, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think we have a different anchoring problem than most, um, where we have a setup where we're trying to churn through things. So, so we're more anchored by number of hours or number of meetings, um, whereas yeah. I think most other people, and we experienced this in, in previous ventures, um, where yeah. it would have been crazy for us to try to do something in addition to deep sight um, because yeah. we were anchored on the number one, that being the number of startups we're working on. That's very true. Yeah. I hadn't thought about anchoring in, in that way. I was thinking about anchoring in terms of like you get stuck on an idea, but anchoring in terms of you get stuck on an activity or a single mm -hmm. project. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, Largely, our process has helped solve, I don't want to say solve, but help alleviate the major stresses uh, that come from anchoring. Yes. And I think they're like, I think anchoring has its advantages. It's just like, I think most people tend to anchor too early. Mm -hmm. Like if you're post revenue and you're making millions of dollars, like anchor, like mm -hmm. you better double down on that or else you're going to lose focus and you're going to get swept away. But if you're just coming up with ideas, like you don't want to anchor at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, certainly at some point you need to commit. Um, yeah. But I mean, there, there's a very small sample size of people who have been CEOs of multiple companies at the same time. Um, but, and done it well. Jack Dorsey being a counter example. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be, you know, curious to look into, you know, how are how are your performances, you know, quantitatively um, on, you know, breaking beyond that anchor point. Yeah, I wonder about someone like Thomas Jefferson who, like, by all means, or not Thomas Jefferson, sorry, who... Who am I thinking of? Thomas he Edison? He worked with Thomas Edison. Like, he, I feel like, had a pretty high level of, like, I'm able to solve lots of problems in lots of, lots of fields. Like, he didn't limit himself too much in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wonder how he pulled that off. Or Benjamin Franklin is, is one that's really fascinating, you know? Yeah. I wonder how much, because we've now evolved more to a, a business culture instead of an invention culture. Right. Mm -hmm. Where yeah. 
Edison, you know, make something, uh, and then yep. he's able to, you know, just move on. And this is, that's an uninformed opinion, because I, I don't know if I've any, you know, beyond just sort of the, the normal, you know, schooling, I don't know what, if I've ever done extra research on, on Edison. Yeah, so there's like these psychological slash cultural anchors we have. Mm -hmm. And then there's bandwidth, which I think is less malleable. Or or maybe we perceive it as less malleable. I think in today's age, there's a lot of room for utilizing like virtual assistants, contractors to multiply the effort you have. Like, I think if you can figure that out, which is really hard, and that's a skill set in and of itself, but if you can figure out how to hire people out strategically for different roles, like you can really increase your bandwidth quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there are some things that can help you increase your bandwidth. Quote unquote, I I don't think it's that malleable, but there are ways you can improve it. Um, Things like habits um, from the power of habits or atomic habits or deep work from Cal Newport or like the the getting things done or bullet journal methodologies. Um, I think like four hour work week is actually a valid well, entry into yeah, that as well. I, I think that's a different solution set. I think those three that I just mentioned, yes. those are to help you. Um, I I don't think like you personally your bandwidth, but but make you more efficient at using your bandwidth. And then yep. there's you know just outsourcing. You know, it's like, this is a trivial exactly. task, I'll outsource it. Or or it might be, oh, I don't have the time or, or energy to learn that subject or, you know, do the engineering. I can go to a company and hire them as engineers. And, you know, you do that in various uh, areas to various extents for different projects. And that will just make you more uh, efficient at, at that will allow you to do more problems. Yeah, but I think I want to go to the expertise one now, though. And I I think this is the most concerning problem. I think it's also the easiest to fix in terms of there's really short things. So like something I was talking with my fiance Liv about was she was like, what are you doing to get outside opinions? I was like, well, I'm like asking people on Twitter. And then in the podcast, I'm saying like, reach out. And she was like, well, what if you just reach out to people individually? Like, for example, the misgendering is common and pervasive, which was a YouTube episode, actually, not a not a podcast episode. She was like, my friend Austin has tons of experience with that. Why didn't you reach out to them and just text them? And I was like, oh, I didn't even think of... I think while we're at small scale, like doing things that don't scale, like individually reaching out to people for problems is going to be super helpful. And it kind of flipped it on my head, on its head for me, where I was like, I thought we should just ask and have people come to us. And it's like, oh, if we come to other people, we can be much more effective. And really quickly, I think it's low-hanging fruit to work on this. Not all problems are for us to solve, you know? Mm-hmm. That can kind of expand our ability to address different problems just by asking and getting more information. Yeah, I think, again, this one bifurcates where to some extent there is, we are trying to work through all the problems we have. So even if there's yeah. things that we have no intention of, of solving, our hope yep. is to address them in this podcast. 
Um, yep. And I think it is important that we continue to be as researched as we can and speak truth in all we do. Um, yep. But then there are also, you know, there's there's been times when we've brought up, you know, the ideas of, you know, machine learning and computer vision. And, and even though Jimmy is a computer, you know, programmer, those are not currently where, I, I don't know, would you call yourself a subject matter expert on either of those? No, I... I would feel comfortable about talking about some of them to some extent, yeah. but like when it gets to a specific, like mm -hmm. why would you use X model versus Y model? Yeah. Not comfortable. Well, I can say these are some models, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and I think this is moving beyond just talking, right? But if we were to yeah. pursue a project, um, yep. you know, the estimating board feet from lumber. Yes, that's a great it, one. It would take you, I'm guessing, a long time to... Uh, you know, become comfortable with the program you wrote. Yes, I would guess like six months, yeah. which is where we hit that speed to failure. Yep. And I like we're trying to put more numbers on speed to failure. Mm -hmm. And that's one that like I could comfortably put that at like six to 12 months of full time work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, could we address that problem? I think certainly we yeah. could. But at what cost? You know, in that six to 12 month window, how many other projects could we churn through? Um, and yeah. Well, and I think each additional project we have running adds to the overhead, you know? Like, I put out, we put out the restaurant picker. And just as, you know, we're getting people to test it out and poke at it, we find out that Heroku is taking away their free tier. That's where we host the website. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm going to have to do a little maintenance to get that off of there and onto somewhere else. And it's just like, if you multiply that times five projects, that becomes really significant. Yeah. Well, and that, that brings up a lever I didn't have, like resources. We have limited resources. We don't yeah. have infinite money. So, you know, every project, if it's being hosted, that's a little bit of money and, you know, yada, yada, yada you know, money and other resources are finite. Well, and this brings me to, I think this is really interesting when you talk about the Bill Gates Foundation. This is effectively, they've, even them, with tons of resources, have made specific choices about what types of problems they're going to solve. And I think looking at how people choose problems, it, it reminds me as well of on the Pine Ridge Reservation, which is in South Dakota, there's a not-for-profit there, and they've chosen very specifically to focus on like three or four things they do for the community because they are cognizant of the example of Tom's, which tried to say, we're going to give away free shoes in, you know, in different countries. And it decimated their local shoe economy where people actually made money on selling shoes. Like, mm -hmm. and so I think there's real thought about what is the context that you're going into? I don't, maybe that's a lever here is the, the context of the, of the problem. Like, and who out there is already solving it? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, we're not going to solve nuclear fusion mm -hmm. because there's some great people working on that. And we don't have the resources to move the lever, like on that, to yep. move the needle. Yeah. But, like, I think we could start to push on nuclear fission because really that's a policy and advocacy problem mm -hmm. that we can talk to people about and we can write our senators and our, you know, yeah. that's a problem that makes sense to try to solve. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, let's start to wrap this up. Um, yeah. With some solutions. I know we've sprinkled them throughout a little bit. Um, do you have any you want to <laughs> highlight or recap? I have a fun one. Kind of going off the – just in terms of talking about anchoring – I think it'd be fun to try a bunch of pre-recording experiments. So like if I smoked pot pre one episode, if I slept pre an episode and then woke up immediately, you know, right before it, mm-hmm. or if we ran a mile beforehand, or if we talked to different people before, you know, like really testing and seeing how our evaluation of problems is affected by the context of what happens preceding would be super interesting, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, anchoring better or differently, um, you know, outsourcing um, helps free up bandwidth. Um, yep. You know, and tabling ideas, that is also, you know, good. Re- reducing what we're doing. Um, and then if you have infinite resources, it, everything becomes easier. Well, yeah, I think there's a few, like, low-hanging solutions here where it's like, let's for resources like let's build out some type of revenue model that's that's an idea mm-hmm. and we have some different ideas about that i think i the expertise i would really love to build out a system for us to intake solutions or or background or ideas from people easily mm-hmm. so right now when someone i know has an idea they want to see on the podcast they just call or text me mm-hmm. like how can we scale that or when i want to hear from someone about some type of problem, you know, I'm, I have to do an automatic reach out. How can we scale that? I don't think Twitter's the solution here. Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, like what's a more thoughtful version of that, that has high response rate that gets the right people. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Neil, what is, what, what ratings, how much bandwidth do you have for this problem? <laughs> well, I, we, we need to give some, some anchors um, from zero Prob- you're working on zero problems to 10 problems. How many problems are you working on uh, simultaneously? Ooh, I feel like 10. Like, I'm really focused on the expertise of this. I think it's actually the next phase of the podcast. Like, I think the first part that we've been focusing on for the last little bit is like nailing down structure, figuring that out. Mm-hmm. I think this is the next level is figuring out research and figuring out better, like evaluating how much expertise we have, where we can find more expertise. And then kind of from there, I think bandwidth is the next one to take on. How could, what we can, can we outsource? What can we, mm-hmm. you know, this has my full attention right now. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I think for me, it's interesting because intellectually, I think one thing and emotionally, I think another, um, where intellectually, I think this is very important and, However we do it, whether it's paring things down or outsourcing, I think that, you know, echoing what what Jimmy just said, that this is how we level things up. Um, Yeah. But emotionally, I sort of feel like I can't level things up. And and I feel like that is probably more just present circumstances. Um, And once I get a day or two out from now, um, I'll feel more more bullish on this. Well, I think that might push us to check out bandwidth ideas. Honestly, yeah. that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Like I, I've, I would love to outsource research and say, hey, here's 
10 bucks to someone, spend a half an hour on looking some stuff up and come back and mm-hmm. let us know what you have. You know, that could be really valuable for us. Yeah. But yep. anyhow, thank you so much for joining us, folks. Um, keep an eye on this. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so via email, gordium at us.gmail. I totally messed that up. Just look in the show notes. I have it all listed there. Email, Twitter, whatever you want to reach us with. Thank you so much for joining us.